friends. Okay. Um, I'm going to leave <laughs> some little gems along the path and, and you're going to start picking up on them. Um, I thought it'd be a little bit more time between the first podcast about Oshun and this one, but either way, go ahead, do your homework, um, listen to that video. And then, um, this is my reaction to that video, but I want to stay in this energy a little bit more. So I'm going to continue focusing on this energy for the rest of the day and, um, and then continue to react and share that with you. So I'm watching that video. Um, what I love about it is that at some point, um, Oshun was insulted by one of the gods. And what I took away from that is when I've been talking to you, Divine Feminines, about how somehow we have normalized that it is okay for a masculine, because I do not believe a Divine Masculine will do this to us, okay? Um, and I'm getting bolder about saying that there's the things that we're saying embody a divine masculine is not it. We're falling for the fake crap. <clears throat> so a lot of the things that these masculines are doing, the ghosting, the orbiting, the side chicks, um, introducing karmic energy, love bombing, um, gaslighting. All of those things, oh, leaving you on red, not responding to your text messages, not talking to you, not sending you the good morning text, not, not showing you any of the five love languages or committing to you, that, that should be insulting to you. <laughs> that should in, insult TF out of you. And so what happens is um, because of all of the trauma bonding and our upbringing and insecurities, we chase. We go in a chaser energy. Well, if I do this, if I do that, maybe he'll come back to me. Maybe he'll love me. Maybe if I throw away um, an adult temper tantrum and and reflect back his toxic behavior, maybe he'll come back around me and maybe we can we can fight through it and, and um, at least he'll be in my energy and, and we'll work it out. You can't take toxic and expect something non-toxic or beautiful out of it, right? So you can't, and I, and I get it because I think there was a point in time where I was being, um, I, I had to realize I was throwing an adult temp temper tantrum because I felt that if at least if I got any type of attention, it was better than nothing. And at least maybe if he was in my space, then maybe we could get back to that loving energy, right? But if we take lessons from the Oshun, the divine feminine archetype, right? Um, you can see that you have to allow yourself to be insulted when you recognize that you, the only way you're going to get there is if you recognize what you deserve and what you're worthy of and how you deserve to be treated. And, um, and so with that, you actually should go into runner energy. So what does she do? She goes into runner energy. She withdraws. She pulls herself away from the situation, right? And there's something magnetic about when you pull yourself away from the, the 
the toxicity, you're going to see how that story unfolds. Now, one of the important things that you need to know is men know only two things. And one of the things I want to also um, voice with, with my platform is I think we divine feminines need to have a better understanding of our divine masculines. They do not communicate the same way that we do. Um, and so here we are trying to treat them like, like if it's a girlfriend or auntie or a sister, cousin or mom. No, they think different. And at the at its core, men are really simple. They understand two things. They understand pain and they understand pleasure. Not emotions, not too much over communication. Yes, the ascended masculine will understand all of those things. But for the most part, at its core, men understand pain and pleasure and when we even talk about I had talked about this in another podcast but it was kind of like in in wow this is this is kind of deep for me too so let me process this while I process it with you um I was talking about how us divine feminines accept a lot of this toxic behavior thinking that it's a part of the twin flame journey and it's it is a part of the journey, but it's it shouldn't be normalized as divine masculine love. Um, that's worldly love, right? Or that's worldly toxic traits, and our love needs to be on a higher level. So in, in the previous podcast, I said that we need to recognize that silence is a form of abuse. It's right up there with emotional abuse and physical abuse, but like with everything else, there's balance, right? There needs to be balance. And so this is telling me that there's a healthy form and a healthy and appropriate time to use to use silence, okay? And this is one of them. She, she uses silence. She pulls away. She doesn't engage. She doesn't um, start to tell him, well, I'm going to block you and and then blocks him or starts to call him out of his name and yell at him and have thunder and lightning. Nope. Nope. She just pulls back. Now, the thing I want you to take away too from the pain and pleasure is when you talk about, um, in psychology, it's called the Palvo effect. Um, so every time you do a certain behavior or ring a bell, um, and you give a, a dog a treat, his mouth starts to salivate. And so it, ha- it ties into what you're rewarding, right? When they, they learn to associate that if you, if you, if, if they hear a certain thing or feel a certain thing, um, they're going to be rewarded for that behavior, right? So, um, part of the secret is, is if you, reward them for when they open your door and fill up your gas tank and when they're loving and gentle to you and you demonstrate and express that you love that energy and you love when they appear in that way to you they're gonna do more of that it's called like the prince effect right um and so when you learn to withdraw it's going to peak their curiosity. And when you withdraw that energy, it's going to cause a kind of pain. It's psychological. Let's be very practical. Let's not be so spiritual and unconditional love and not know how to use the tools that surround it, right? And the psychology behind it, okay? And, and you can look at the divine feminine archetype. Did she produce results? It's going to be the question, right? Don't take my word for it. Observe it. See if it, if it made attention for her in the spiritual realm. 
you can test it for yourself and if it works for you then then that's what you can do um we need to understand that men communicate differently and what i've been noticing on this journey as i've been paying attention to how masculines respond to different things i have noticed over and over and over again you know you can try to tell them you made me feel this way or um this is how i feel i notice that they pay attention to action so that means you have to tap into your divine masculine function and to think and to be coy and to be as smart as a serpent, right? And gentle as a dove because um, if she had responded to this other deity and said, you know, you shouldn't talk to me like that. I'm a goddess. Then don't you know who I am? I am the goddess of sweet water and you're supposed to respect the divine feminine and we're supposed to be loved and cherished. No. The action she took was to remove herself from the situation. Um, there was another example that I had too. It's kind of like the idea of, um, uh, we were talking about how uh, on another channel, this, this young lady was joking about how we need to buy more refrigerators so we can stock up on you know, all of the frozen goods that we're going to need. And so someone that was married, she said, I have come to learn that if I want a new refrigerator, I don't tell my husband I want a refrigerator. I just hand him a warm bear. And he's going to ask her why the bear is warm, at which point she can say, well, the fridge is broken, at which point he's going to step into action and be like, well, I don't like having warm bear. I need to fix the situation. Do you understand how the psychology behind that is different and how it takes wisdom to do that? And it was action and how to prompt and to provoke, to be provocative, seductive, right? It's those words are not just only for the bedroom. It's like if you want to get things done at a on a greater magnitude, you understand that those are things that come out of a feminine. It's feminine energy. How do I in, in, induce, entice, seduce? Um, I forgot what the other word was. Right. So part of this is she was using her masculine function there was balance she was in her she's a divine feminine function uh archetype but she knew the the strength of balancing the divine masculine function of taking action and here's the thing that is part of the divine feminine journey she knew what she deserved she knew that she did not deserve to be treated like that <clears throat> and that's what, what part of this journey is for us it's not until you desert until you realize that you deserve the best, that's when you become unstoppable. So she went to the moon and um, I'll be able to unpack that a little bit later, but it's kind of like you understand that the moon is the feminine energy um, and the sun being the masculine energy. So she went into the moon space and she took time out. And in that time, she went into a beautification ritual. When you talk about understanding the importance of leveling up in the time that you're in separation from your masculine that's when you level up and it sounds funny but it's like um, it said that she spent time looking in her mirror in the mirror and reflecting on herself that's pretty deep that is deep um spend time reflecting on yourself and when you're looking in the mirror she's like you know what he doesn't even realize how much i am i'm gonna fix my face even more and i'm gonna um do the beautification like the 
frozen milk and gold beauty treatments to make it even more spicier so when I come back I'm gonna be looking like 10 times better glowing glowing like you know um, in that ocean energy and just the aura of like psh, I can't I'm gonna come back 10 times and when you talk about leveling up she went up to the moon right and in that space she did all of her beautification rituals she did a lot of the self-care and she looked into kind of just tapping and make sure you know am I in tune with myself what what's really going on here let me look in the mirror and just sit with myself and remind myself how beautiful I am but just in case I forgot let me just love on myself a little bit more maybe I haven't been adorning myself the way I need to or pampering myself the way I need to and paying attention to my nutrients so whatever nutrients I have within my body comes out in my skin and my pores and and that type of thing right so another important thing that I took away from that was we need to wait long enough to have an effect and this is kind of when it when I'm talking to you I'm talking to myself too what would happen is I would pull back but because of my codependency and attachment issues, it'd be like I would pull back, but not long enough to send a direct message or to have the, the, the message take a full impact, right? And so that means you're going to have to be disciplined, okay? You're going to have to be disciplined and learn to stand your ground and to wait long enough for the effect to take place. So basically what I'm referring to is when she withdrew her energy, she stopped um, providing water for them to drink and to bathe and to cook and to build houses and and to go about their day-to-day lives. So they started to feel the impact of when everything um, she brought to the table was gone. And I think you need to take uh, pay attention to that too. This is, um, I'm telling you, I'm just going off the flow. I have a couple notes and then I'm expanding on it. And so I didn't write this down, but if, if you're, if you, if he can, if you can withdraw your presence and he feels nothing, that means you're not doing enough. <laughs> and I, I like, I am more of a traditionalist. This might trigger some of you. If, if it's meant for you, take it, but I understand that it's not for everyone. But I like to be the feminine that it's like, you're going to feel my loving energy at home. So, um, I like the idea of being the type of girlfriend or wife, and I haven't gotten to experience that fully the way I would have liked to, but to me, and, and maybe that's why some of them, the relationships didn't work, but it's like the idea that, you know, you can cook for them, and um, it, it's, you know, it, it is it is a touchy subject, but what I'm trying to say, because you don't want to get into the energy where you're cooking and cleaning and you get into maid energy um, before you're even married and you don't have the ring. I think what I would want to say then is, um, every time he comes around you, are you the fun, bubbly, loving person that they, that they can share and open their hearts with? I think pay attention to the energy. It's like, if you can withdraw your energy and they don't feel the absence of it, or it feels better to them, then you need to sit with that. And I'll allow you to figure out what it means that when you're around them, they need to feel the contrast between with Divine Feminine and without Divine Feminine. And it's going to be energetic and it's going to be making their life better, 
um, in the sense of the little things that you do for them. I'm not saying cook every day, especially if you're not married. You know, you don't want to give away the milk for free per se, but every once in a while you, you let them know what it's like to have a nice meal and to have the ambience when they come, the music is going and the candles are going and, and you know, scheduling time together to go out and have fun. Right. And so if you pull that energy away, they're going to start to miss you. They're going to start to miss that loving energy. I hope (laughs) I was able to shape that for you the way that I wanted to come across. But they need to feel the difference between the two. And you need to pay attention to the type of energy. And it's, it's a powerful tool. It's a powerful tool. And you will continue to use those actions when you're not happy. You withdraw it. And when you're happy, and when you're happy with it, you you let it appear, and it reinforces the positive behavior. Um, to me, this whole story was about knowing that you're worth the chase. So she withdraws, and then the highest God he summons her. So he sends after her. He realizes that she's missing, and. It's at the point that they come to the realization that they can't do anything without her. And I and and I think it just speaks to a lot of us women don't know just how powerful we are or how much we play a significant role in the economy, in the world, in the raising of our children, in the loving of our divine counterparts, on the job, right? Um, we just really don't understand that it's one of those things there's that song that says it's a man's world but it's better with the woman in it it's like you have to come to that realization that you hold that value right and um for those of you who don't know beyonce uses a lot of the energy um for years and one i forget the name of the video but i think it's kind of like he she don't love you like I love you and she's wearing all yellow and she has a bat and when you look at what happened with her and um, Jay-Z you see her going through that the ocean energy the moment if they thought they were going to go through a divorce and she pulled back but I'm sure that they had deep conversations about you know what it meant for him to step out on her and to bring in you know the, the side chick energy to their marriage And you can see that um, in a lot of her work, she taps into these archetypes and um, to use it as a part of healing energy. And so there's that scene where she opens the, the, the doors and all this water comes rushing out. And it's like, to me, that was the moment that she was summoned and she shows up when you talk about the level up and when you really want to stunt on them and it's like, you thought you missed me, I'm going to come out with all kinds of force and um, show you what I'm really made of. Like that's her symbolizing or portraying in that video and in the in that video you will see that there's a lot of water in there and we will at some point break down what all of that means the symbolism right um and so understanding that she embodies you know the importance of fresh water and i want to tap in more into what water means in different um different realms and the metaphysical meanings of of water. I am a water sign. And so 
with that, it means that we can be hot, we can be cold, we can be tornadoes, we can be tsunamis, we can, um, we can, we can have healing energy, and we can also f things up. Like, play with me. I'm going to combine my air elements and my fire elements and it's not going to be pretty, right? And we can bring things to a boil and cook you or fry, you know. Well, that's more heat, but I'm talking about boiling. And, and at the same time, when you talk about, you know, having an effect on others, we can be the hot water. And depending on if you're an egg or a... Or a um, potato we can soften the potato or we can um harden an egg right and it comes down to it's it's a symbiotic relationship where we're going to do our thing we're going to have our function and we're going to show you what you're made of and that's pretty deep when you talk about the properties of water so i want to get more into you know what does it mean when they have water and ocean is supposed to reflect sensuality and um, when you talk about even how the world is today and when you even look at how you're going to engage with your masculine, he is going to shy away from the idea of having sensuality. And I think even for us to find feminines, like facts on facts, um, and I, this is one thing I enjoy about being in a relationship, but it's the sensuality. And um, when I did a podcast almost about maybe at this point, five months ago, four months ago, I was talking about how you can add spice by adding the five senses to your relationship. When the next time he comes around, make sure the the sound music is going. The the materials you use for the bed are like soft, sensual, has a sensual feeling. And um, when it comes to the eyesight, it looks good. The food looks good. The ambiance is set. The fireplace is going. Um when uh, using touch so learn how to do massages learn how to do essential massages learn how to to combine the fragrances of the oils that you're using to amp up the smell while the music is going the taste um not just talking about your food but how you taste and how they taste right add the five senses sensuality is important and i think that feminine and masculine forget that it's like if the most high divine source did not mean for us to hear and to feel and to taste different things then we would just he would give us one taste bud and we would just all eat chalk and get our daily sustenance but it's like there's a reason why we have different tastes and there's a reason why we even have certain tastes like even from our body (laughs) right I'm gonna just that's the Scorpio sensual side of me I have no problem tapping into that with my masculine right um and but yeah I mean if we were supposed to be bland then it would be bland if your relationship with your masculine was supposed to be just not sensual then they wouldn't be able to feel what it means like when you hug them and when you pull them in and when you stroke their muscles or play with their hair you know or kiss their neck like if if that wasn't meant to be it wouldn't be a part of the journey it wouldn't be a part of your makeup right the orgasm wouldn't be a part of the your makeup tantra wouldn't be up there in terms of conscious sexuality right okay so let me see 
I love that when you talk about the archetype of Oshun, there's also the archetype of a divine masculine. So the um, the most high masculine, he called for Oshun. And um, so he recognized her importance. And your divine masculine is always going to recognize your your um, worth. He's always going to send for you. He's always going to chase for you. He's always going to see your value. And he made... He corrected the abuse against her, right? Um, he made that person apologize, right? So a divine masculine is not going to allow you to be subjected to abuse, right? And he's going to reinforce you standing up for yourself. And that's a really beautiful energy. And if the person that you are have your heart set on i'm not saying it's your divine masculine i'm saying you have your heart set on them but are they exhibiting divine masculine traits back to you the person that you have your heart set on is he in that protective energy of you of protecting you within your divine femininity okay she also as an archetype shows you what it's like to set boundaries so she said don't let that happen again so you know some of us can let ourselves go into these cycles over and over and over again but she put her foot down and and with her sending her message she reinforced it and said do not let that happen again okay setting healthy boundaries so i'm running out of time a little bit but um in subsequent podcasts, I'm going to talk a little bit, but I was talking about how Oshun represents Mother Nature energy and how we're even going into a drought right now and how energetically the the earth is being raped. And even when you look at California and that's going into, route, into droughts and you pay attention to really, um, wow, this is like coming to me, but the, we have so many homeless people in California. It's insane. And so in a way, it's not that Mother Nature is weeping. It's kind of like she sees how we're treating each other, our humanity, H-U-E, the hue, the human, right? How we're treating each other, how things are so toxic that it's like she's withdrawn. Yes, we have the summer coming, but even in the summer, we should have a wellspring of water, right? And so that energy is being withdrawn. And it's kind of like, are we going to recognize are we going to recognize that we need to restore things and restore our balance? And and um, I can assure you that us, California, having homeless people on the street, it has more issues that tie back to human rights and how we treat each other and ideas of elitism and greed, right? Those are the underlying all homelessness is just a um, it's the effect, but you you have to look at what what causes the symptoms, right? In a sense, we have pissed off Mother Earth, um, and we're going through a reset, and we are going to learn as a collective what it means to restore that energy and restore the pH balance to where the waters flow again. And don't worry, don't despair. These things are cyclical, right? And that's something I've learned with the fourth turning. And even with the secret, one of the secrets within the secret is you you come to understand that 
everything has cycles and you have to have that push and that pull and reinforce messages and reset because um, there's always going to be new people coming in who don't know how to treat us or how or how things should be done. I'm going to end it with this. Um, so we see the condition of the earth around you, around me, Mother Nature. How are we as a divine feminine, masculine, twin flame collective, how are we going to get back to that point where the waters flow? Okay, so let's, let's just end that there. I'm going to sign off and I'm going to charge you with love. I'm going to charge you with union with the love of your life. I'm going to charge you with health, with wealth, with wisdom, and prosperity. I'm charging you with black light because black light illuminates the invisible. Until the next podcast broadcast. (laughs) Until the next broadcast podcast. (laughs) um, I'm going to charge you with, with love and light. Peace.